Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back once again with another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your favorite football team, the Houston Texans, every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy, Hickman, your Locked On Texans football analyst. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Locked On Texans. And clearly, there are events transpiring right now of great importance, and I want to acknowledge that. And I hope that we, Cody and I, can just bring to you and provide a sigh of relief uh, during this time. So thank you for joining. And today's episode is brought to you by none other than Blue Now and 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring. That time of year, a February Valentine's Day is around the corner. This is launching exclusively on January 18th at bluenow.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNow.com. You know, Cody, you start every episode with the welcome in, covering your Houston, you know, Texans football team. And I think after what we've seen in a span of 48 hours, let me tell you guys something. And first and foremost, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast, which includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. You know, at one point on Wednesday, Tuesday night, really kicked off Tuesday night, but uh, in between those two days, <laughs> Fire Jack Easterby was trending on Twitter. That's not like the first the time. Number, the number one trending hashtag on Twitter. That it may not the be the first time, time but <laughs> the number one on Twitter, be, but, that but was to number be number one, one <laughs> that is where, you know, to, to be, to kind of, to kind of reel it back in, that is where the fan base is right now. You know, there's no, there's no sugar coating it. There's no hiding it. There's no masking it. The fan base uh, at this time is beyond upset at the decisions of the front office, uh, at the decisions of none other than Cal McNair. And I think the number one, not even think, the the proof is in the pudding. The number one uh, decision that has pissed everybody off is keeping Jack Easterby around. But why was fire Jack Easterby the number one trending topic? Well, we are in a day and age where Athletes, especially athletes like uh, James Harden, uh, and we're going to move it towards uh, Deshaun Watson, two non-confrontational athletes, two uh, on-the-field type of players. Like, whatever they have to prove or get off their chest, they show it on the court. Harden doesn't want to be in Houston anymore. Trade him for Siakam, which was terrible. Trade him for this, trade him for that. Then he goes out and drops a 40-piece in the first game. Right, was it 40, 48 and 17 assists? Um, and then you have Deshaun Watson 
where, you know, there's people questioning if he's actually worth it, which is crazy after Bill O'Brien was clearly the reason behind the Texans' uh, lack of success in this season and losing against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, a lot of emotions for him. You snatch away my best friend at receiver. You snatch away so many pieces that made us com- competitive last year. And, you know, finally, I have something to say. And not too long ago, he spoke his feelings. But when Nick Casario was officially announced as general manager Tuesday night, you know what Deshaun Watson said? Some things never change. And that tweet was also liked by J.J. Watt. That tweet could have been in reference to Jacob Blake and the cops not being charged in his murder. Uh, that tweet could have been in, in, in reference to anything. But my thing about it is if that was the case, then it wouldn't have happened that night. Would have happened early in the day when the charge came out, right? So, like, I was playing around with it a lot on Twitter. What if he... What if he meant this and what if he meant that? But overall, I think we it's, it's clear that he was speaking directly to one thing, and that's the hiring of Nick Casario. And I also think there is, um, there is, maybe he was informed about who they're heavily looking towards as head coach, and that also rubbed him the wrong way. And it also rubbed J.J. Watt the wrong way, who liked that tweet. It's just... When we look at this franchise right now and understanding, and Cody, you're going to make a great point. We talked about it in the pregame, and it's going to be amazing. But when we look at this franchise right now and we look at a lot of these successful young teams, it seems to me that other franchises are up to date. You look at what Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid has working in Kansas City, just a uh, a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of deal where they both just work well with one another. They listen to Patrick Mahomes. Even when uh, I look at the L.A. Rams, Sean McVay, during that Super Bowl run, did an amazing job of tailoring his offense around the strengths of Jared Goff. But with Houston, we have to remember, Bill O'Brien and only one man in this this organization wanted Deshaun Watson. He's gone, Rick Smith. Bill O'Brien didn't want Deshaun Watson. He wanted to stick it out with Tom Savage. That's proof in the pudding. Rick Smith literally said he had to jump up and and say, I'm going to make this move. That is a part of Texan psyche. That's a part of their real personality. The Texans want to be just good enough. They don't want to win a Super Bowl. They don't want to be competitive. They want to be good enough. That only explains why you would not want the, the guy who just beat Alabama and won a national championship. That only explains why you gave Brock Oswald all that money. That only explains the questionable moves that you've made. And for Fire Jack Easterby to be trending number one on Twitter last night, it explains that Cody and I are fed up. Uh, Big Star just fed up. The guys at 610 are fed up. Can't wait to talk to Brandon Scott. Uh, The guys at ESPN Radio are fed up. Everybody that follows this team is is fed up. And if the fans are fed up, then you know number four is fed up because he wanted more input. And I also want to make this point. It seems to me that he may have been consulted before this move was made and was maybe promised that he would have more input on what's going on regarding the Texans and their future at general manager and head coach. And with that being said, I haven't 
talked to Deshaun Watson. I haven't talked to anyone who personally knows to knows Deshaun Watson. And what I'm about to say is just me speculating. And I think I'm 100% right on this. John, at this point, given everything that has been going on with this organization over the past year and everything that's about to go on with this organization in the next year, I know Deshaun Watson regrets signing that contract extension. I, I really do believe that. I know he's going to give it a chance because just like you mentioned on yesterday, Nick, just like everybody, when you step into a new role, you deserve an opportunity. You deserve a chance to prove what you can do. But if this guy do not bring this team back to as good as they were in 2019, I guarantee you Deshaun Watson is going to demand a trade. And the power that we see with the players that they have in the NBA with it, when they don't like certain things and they find a way to get themselves away from an organization, I think Deshaun Watson is going to be – he won't be the first NFL player to demand a trade, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be the first to try to use his power to get away from the Houston Texans because – they are about to fail this man just like they have failed every other great talent that has came through this organization. And John, you said something that really caught my eye. You said that you feel that this organization, they just want to be good enough. They don't want to win a Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson is not a losing player. He even said it. This is the very first time, except for the year he tore his ACL at Clemson in a year that he tore his ACL his rookie season, he said this is the first time when he was a full-time starting quarterback that he has missed the playoffs. That guy is not about losing. And I guarantee you in the next two years or so, if the Texans continue to keep doing this BS like we are seeing right now, he's going to demand a trade and he's going to find his way out of Houston. And, you know, a lot of teams – not just in the NFL, but just in sports league in general, like the New York Knicks, for example. I always wonder how can a franchise be this bad for so freaking long? People always say you got to take a look at the ownership. Ownership has something to do with it. Ownership is this. Ownership is that. And I say, well, no, at the end of the day, ownership can't be your primary reason that you're sorry because it's the coaches that you hire. It's the general managers that you hire. It's the players that you put out there on the court to play. But I truly believe that this organization is about to be the New York Knicks of the NFL. And I say that because Cal McNair, I don't know what is he thinking. I don't know if he's scared to be an owner. I don't know if he's scared to be the one person in charge. But everything that he's doing, it's, it, it just does not make any type of sense. And I don't understand you have... Not just one, not just your valuable player on your team, on your organization, but you have one of the most valuable players in this league. Literally, a little bit over 24 hours before Nick was hired, this man told us media in broad daylight, and I know the organization heard it. We all need to be on one accord. We got too many people in this organization that think they have the power and it's not like that. He just gave you the values and the qualities he wants to see in a coach. And I mean, if we heard it, they heard it. <laughs> you know, you like know it's, it's out there for a reason. It's the it's, internet. Look, we all I, heard look, it. If me and, and they if, probably got better internet and Wi-Fi than we do. And let, let me say, let's just say if the 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 Cal Magnair and Jack Easterbeer, whoever who's so-called over this organization, let's say if they didn't even get an opportunity to 
sit and listen to Deshaun Watson. If you and I are reporting it here on Locked On Texans, if I'm writing about it on ESPN Houston, you know so good and well, Aaron Wilson and, 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 and John McClain, all these other guys are reporting it, Sarah Barshop, I just don't understand. And you go out and do this. And John, what have I been saying this whole entire time ever since the firing of Bill O'Brien? What I want the Texans to do is work with Deshaun Watson and see if you guys can come to some type of agreement on the next regime that you put in. And I know a lot of people are t- uh, were asking, well, maybe Deshaun Watson tweet wasn't like that. Maybe Deshaun Watson tweet wasn't like this. Yes, it was, because there's no other way for him to tweet. Some things never changes when he literally just spoke out his feelings by saying we all need to be on one accord. I don't understand it. This organization is about to make a terrible si- decision. And listeners out there, this is, this is one of the times I hope I'm wrong. I hope that Nick comes in and make this, organization into a a super bowl franchise then everybody will be happy but how but at the end of the day what's the likelihood that that's going to happen i mean good point and uh, i think where it may come off to listeners is is that we are not uh really in favor of um nick casario that's not the case honestly they can bring in a very valuable head coach, right? They could have brought in a very valuable general manager, somebody that the fans would approve of, right? They could have brought in anybody that most of the fans would have wanted. I, I saw Omar Khan out there. I, I was a fan of him. You know, I've been a huge fan of Ed Dodds. They could have brought in Robert Sada. They could have brought in uh, Greg Roman. They could have brought in anybody that people are really big on, like Brian Dabble. Um, but at the end of the day, nothing is determined determined without actually playing some football. But I will say this: it, it is kind of skeptical to me that Eric Bieniemy, the hottest name around the NFL, and the name your quarterback threw out that he would love to uh, play with and have as head coach, has not been requested. Every other team that needs a head coach in this league has requested an interview with Eric Bieniemy, besides the Houston Texans. And for me, that screams once again, the distrust between Watson, Watt, uh, other players. There's a, a, a rumor going on that the players, the entire locker room just isn't having it no more. They're all fed up for many different reasons. We'll, we'll find out as the, the weeks unfold. Uh, but I got to tell you, man, once you lose a player like Deshaun Watson, and dedicated fans like the Houston Texans have. I don't know how you come back from that. I do want to let you guys know about Bet Online AG, baby. It's time to make some money on the side. I'm trying to tell you because there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Right. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50 percent off welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. You know, it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, hey, go ahead and check out Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all season long. 
Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Cody Davis Johnson, sports guy Hickman. John, as you alluded to before we went to break, the Texans, it, see, it doesn't seem like they're going to even interview Eric Bieniemy. And I know we touched on this a little bit yesterday, and I came up with the conclusion they're they're not even going to consider entertaining Bieniemy because if they was, you know, they would have already sent off a permission to interview like the Falcons, like the Lions. And I believe the Chargers have done the same thing as well, if I'm not mistaken. However, the one problem that I have with this is just like what we talked about in the last segment, I don't understand why this organization do not want to work with their franchise star. And it's like I mentioned, you don't have to grant every single witch that Deshaun Watson put out there, as we see with another team in Houston that not that did not work out so well for that organization. But you have to find some kind of common ground. And ever since Bill O'Brien has been fired, not only Deshaun Watson, but Justin Reed, um, I believe David Johnson, Will Fuller, so many guys on this team have talked about the possibility how they would like to see Eric Bieniemy come to this organization. And I find it really a shame that there is a possibility that they're not even going to interview this guy. And the one guy, the one coaching name that's starting to heat up between the Texans and a new head coach is Joe Brady. A guy, by the way, who just came from a team that went 5-11. and 11. A guy, by the way, as the offensive coordinator, literally just put together the 21st overall offense in the league for 2020. They rank 18 in passing and 22 in rushing. Now, I don't want to put too much on him when it comes to whether they're ranked in rushing because Christian McCaffrey, how many games does this guy play? Did he even get to like three or four? I know he missed a bulk, if not all of the season due to that bad ankle injury. And I hope, you know, he'd be okay moving forward because he was starting to become one of the best running backs that we have here in the league. But I just don't understand why Joe Brady is starting to get the nod of, or or it's starting to seem like Joe Brady is going to be the Texans next head coach. When you have a guy, even if it's not Eric B Greg Roman, like John, you and I talk about all these qualified candidates. We take a look at everything that the Texans need, rather that is somebody who can take Deshaun Watson's skill set and make him even better. Or somebody like Robert Sala, like you say, this team needs a lot of help on the defensive side of the ball. Why not go out and get him as your defensive coordinator? And like we mentioned on yesterday, you get Robert Sala nine times out of 10, you keep Tim Kelly because this offense has proven that they can thrive under him. I don't understand why you want to go after Joe Brady. I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, what is there to get, really, when we look at Joe Brady? Right, He has success in an LSU offense that literally had everything. They had every weapon on, on the offense. And then he gets his opportunity um, in Carolina, right? And, and you know what? This is no shot to Joe Brady, and it's not been a shot to Nick Castorio. It hasn't been a shot to a lot of the candidates that they are looking at. But, you know, what we kind of mentioned in the first segment, when do you listen to the guy that's carrying your team? Do you ever listen to him? Do you value what he say? Right? And I'm still 
when I say against, I'm not against the hiring because I don't like him. I'm against the Eric Bieniemy hiring because I don't believe that is what Houston needs. We just saw Tim Kelly uh, get this team to a top five offense in the league, right? If it's not Robert Sala, then my next choice would be Eberflus, the DC and Indy, right? And you will snatch him over from your AFC rival. What I'm, AFC South rival? What I'm getting at is where are the heads right now why was a searching firm ever brought in things that clearly make sense on paper and they have been presented to you why aren't these being followed right because if you completely ignored the candidates that you had for the general manager position because you still wanted to go out and get your guy then i'm inclined to believe you're going to do the same thing for the head coaching search Right, this guy makes sense for your team because of your your team's strengths and weaknesses. Oh, he also makes sense for your team. Yeah, but that's not my boy though. Right? That's that's not my homie. And who's to say Nick Casario won't do that? But the thought of looking at a, a coach who had a stint in New Orleans as an offensive assistant, had his time in LSU as the OC and then went up to Carolina and had his time in Carolina and given what he had to work with, he had a, he had a good year as OC, right? I mean, I, I think so, but I think given all of those, you're still missing the big picture picture of fixing what the problem is. Joe Brady is 31 years old. JJ Watt is older than him. What can you do to convince JJ Watt that I believe this is where you should be? What can you do? And remember, that was my whole point on whether or not he would return or not. The GM and the head coach that comes in has to put down a plan in place to say, this is what we believe is going to happen. We're going to do it every It takes to improve this and improve this. We want you to be a part of this because we still believe with this quarterback and you anchoring and helping and mentoring this defense, we can make a push. What can Joe Brady say to that? I mean, what, like, how can Joe Brady convince him to stay? I don't think he can. And can Eric Bieniemy do the same thing? No, but does he deserve a, 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 an interview? How does he not have an interview? At the very least, he gets an interview because your head coach, I'm sorry, uh, your quarterback, the star of your team, wanted him in Houston. And, and again, it's just it's a head scratcher. You look at everything, and it's going to be repetitive. Every time something like this happens, everything we're going to say, Cody, I'm going to tell you right now, is going to be repetitive because – this is what you're going to do. I just don't understand. You know, and to even, go back to that tweet, the enemy not getting an interview, uh, Jack used to be being around, uh, you're hiring Nick Casario, your old buddy from New England. Uh, whatever culture that claims, that Houston claims that they're trying to create, they're not trying to create, they're trying to emulate, they're trying to replicate, they're trying to copy. That's all. And so I am interested to see that next head coach because I guarantee you, looking around the NFL, mentioned this yesterday, you look at the, the Atlanta job, you look at the Jags job, you look at the Jets job, you look at the Chargers job, you look at um, the vacancies open in the NFL. And I got to tell you, how many of these qualified coaches may say, you know what, I don't really want to deal with this guy, that guy, this guy, that. And I love you, Deshaun. I do. I mean, you torched us. Whenever we play, but uh, the man upstairs, I don't really want to deal with. That's what we're going to find ourselves.
And the enemy has options. He has options. He should have options. So I'm, I'm excited to see where he ends up as well. And Bill Bar gives you a lot of options. You look at the six new amazing flavors. Flavors like cookies and cream and caramel brownie. You look at the 12 original flavors like raspberry and peanut butter. Bill Bar has all of the options that you need to get back on track. And the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Bill Bar is also great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet, right? And trust me, it is great for a keto diet. Right now you get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. This will only last for a week or so. So be advised, go to billboard.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at billboard.com. Looking for a Sunday pregame show that talks about every football game and every team in depth? Check out Locked On NFL Sunday Show Live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. No sketches, no celebrity cameos, none of that fluff, just straight football every Sunday morning with the host Cody Rook and Ross Jackson. Follow and subscribe to the Locked On Live on Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And don't forget to turn on notifications to be notified when the show go live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern time. You know, before we move on and get out of here for today's show, and I hope everybody, I think that baby is sad about the Nick Casario hiring as well. She just got the news on her baby iPhone and uh, it's not sitting well in her spirits. So that's where those crying is coming from. But the baby's just not crying, you know, it, on Twitter, in the last 24 hours, 24 to 36 hours, man, I've had so much fun interacting with you guys. You guys are amazing. And, you know, pointing out that JJ Watt liked Deshaun Watson's tweet, uh, getting the fire Jack East to be trending number one on Twitter. Uh, one guy went to extreme lengths and found, uh, I think it was Janice McNair, email to email. Like, you know, hey, we got to get this changed, man. And so the other night when everything really kicked off, I just had an amazing time. It really shows you where this franchise is as a whole, right? I mean, it shows you that everybody's fed up, which was, you know, um, discussed earlier. Um, everybody had their own conspiracy theory. My boy Rennell wanted to know if this was about the Georgia election because, we you know, Deshaun Watson is from Georgia. Um, there are so many ways that his tweet could have been looked at and maybe taken out of context, but I think it's clear cut as day what he was talking about. Uh, but however, uh, interacting with everybody on Twitter and even I played along with it. Like what if he was just pissed at the verdict from earlier that day and he finally had an opportunity to get over to Twitter and that kind of sparked some ideas and, and people were kind of saying, well, I could see that. But let's be honest, man, <laughs> it had nothing to do with that verdict. The verdict was Nick Castorio getting hired. Cody, to, to your point from earlier, maybe we won't see Watson finish out his contract. Um, but who knows? Like, that's in the future. And I think the future of Houston is still teetering between worth it and not worth it. I mean, we still got to give Nick Castorio some type of time, at least get through the offseason and the draft to see what he can do to improve this team. Because, like, we look at Jacksonville, they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. 
seems like Carson Wentz will be going to Indy, and I guarantee you they will get a better version of Carson Wentz in Indy than Philly did uh, because they just have the weapons in the offensive line and defense to protect them. Um, and then you look at how good the Tennessee Titans are. I believe they will be good for at least another year or two. And then there's us. Like, there's Houston just sitting there with this amazing quarterback um, that the proud boys of, of sports <laughs> – still doubt because he only won four games. And, but those are the guys that probably wanted Tom Savage or Brock Osweiler to stay because they're your quarterback's quarterback. You know, those John Elway type of guys, um, they still doubt Watson, but they don't really know football like we do, right? And and that's just the reality of it. But overall, man, it's just, you got to pray for the country and you got to pray for this team at the same time, or you're going to end up crying like the baby upstairs because, um, Everything is just overwhelming at this point, right? I mean, I, I would say so. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texas. Don't forget to interact with us like you did. Like, interact with us on the Locked On Texas page and interact with me on Twitter as well at some sports guy and like us on Facebook. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.